Welcome to One Tired Teacher, episode 148, how to use more spooky, fun Halloween books in your primary makerspace classroom. So today, I'm going to share some more spooky, fun Halloween books that you can use. I talked about them a little bit last week in episode 147, and I also talked about makerspace and Halloween in episode 96, which is... which you can find anywhere you listen to this podcast and it talks all about like goes into depth of how you can use these specific titles that I discussed last week and how you can use them for close reading and a makerspace extension and today I'm going to talk about even more hope you stick around welcome to one tired teacher and even though she may need a nap this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She, she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. Hey. So last week, I shared three secret tactics for breathing new life into your science block. Did you happen to catch it? If not, go take a listen. I'll wait. <laughs> if you decided to listen after this episode, then the after this particular one, then the secret tactics were that one of the secret tactics that I spoke about was adding fun literature to hook your students. I shared four stories that I love to use for makerspace moments in literature. And I even suggested that you go back to episode 96, Halloween and Makerspace, and learn all about those four fun stories and what you can do with them and how you can incorporate makerspace into your literacy block by creating extensions that work through the engineering design process. So much fun. The four titles I shared last week were I Need My Monster by Amanda Knoll, Something Pumpkin by Scott Allen, This is the House That Monster Built by Steve Metzger, and Skeleton for Dinner by Marjorie Culler. Such fun stories and such a variety of of like of grade levels, I feel like, because I think this is the house that Monster Belt is such a fun one for kindergarten and maybe even first grade. But the other three are definitely more first and second grade. And especially something pumpkin, which is misleading because it's, you know, it's got like that that rhyming kind of tone or voice in the story, but it's it's more difficult to understand unless you like really dig in. So it's great for close reading and looking at language and looking at how the text structure and that it's, it can be a really powerful story for those close reading standards. And then it's super fun to create extensions that go with the story by looking at the problems that occurred in the story, or even in that particular one, something pumpkin, looking at how the, how all the characters used these pumpkins for, for different solutions. And then this is our opportunity to revise and iterate on the solutions that were already already solved and we kind of figure out if we could you do you know revise it and make it better make it even more you know make it even more functional or more you know dynamic so i think that that can be really fun with that one but and i and i just i think that those extensions are exciting but this but this really did spark me and my interest in fun halloween stories that inspire science and stem and makerspace so today i want to share some fun books to use for the month of october so here we go one book that i love to read 
this is another one I love to read to kindergarten. And I think it's fun for first grade too. I don't know. I think second grade might like it, but I had the most fun reading it to first grade when I was the media specialist last year. I would go into kindergarten, actually kindergarten first and second grade classrooms and read, do a read aloud. And Ah, I loved it. That's like one of my very favorite parts and times of the day. And kindergarten, oh, so funny. So we read Room on the Broom by Julia Donaldson. And I think a really fun makerspace extension for this could be focusing on or challenging the kids to solve the problem of not having enough space on the broom for everyone and not having enough room for people. And what do we do? How can we how can we solve this problem? How can we incorporate more people? How can we make more space? This is a great, you would, I think measurement would make so much sense in this, in this particular activity, you know, incorporating math and even pushes and pulls. Gravity could be a focus. I think that, you know, you can really tie some of those science and math elements into it. And just by doing you know, a makerspace activity, you're working through the engineering design process. So you're definitely focusing on engineering. And even adding a little bit of technology in this particular book, you can watch the video on Amazon Prime. I just found out that they had a video. I'm like, this is so cute. Room on the room. So it's really fun. Another fun Halloween book is called The Halloween Tree by Susan Montanari. And here students can solve the problem of the trees that they like the the thing is that they've got this grumpy old tree that doesn't want to be a Christmas tree. And so his his problem is that he's feeling, you know, grouchy, he doesn't want to be a Christmas tree. And I can't even imagine the solutions that kids could have with for, you know, trees that don't get to be Christmas trees or trees that don't want to be Christmas trees, like what would this look like? So I think that would be really fun to challenge them to do that. This book is geared more towards design thinking and not STEM. So do keep that in mind. It's not I there it's it was difficult for me to think of like science elements to go with this. And, and so I am thinking definitely more design thinking and not not STEM based. All right. And then the last train on Halloween by Cindy Jen, Jennings. And I think this might be a fun way to start your conversation on force and motion. So this might be like a good hook, but not necessarily necessarily a book that specifically talks about force and motion, but it might be a good hook to get started, especially um, when you're looking at, you know, moving along the tracks and what makes that easier for pushing and pulling and what happens when you have to, you know, stop the train. And, and so I think that I think you can tie that in just a little bit, at least to make it fun and then jump into your force and motion, if that's what you're focused on. And finally, another one that I found this year was The Secret Halloween Costume by Sophie Valancourt. So Charlotte is a young witch for Halloween. Her family insists she must wear her darkest clothes and scariest makeup. After all, a witch must be spooky. But Charlotte doesn't want to follow tradition. She wants to wear something that reflects who she is. She asks her grandmother to sew her a secret costume. But what will it be? An adorable Halloween story about an enthusiastic little witch who follows her heart and inspires others to do the same. I think this would be another design thinking story with more of a focus on makerspace and not on STEM, but I think it would be so much fun to have the students think about, um, you know, what reflects their personality and creating, you know, challenging them to come up with a solution to a costume dilemma 
and what would that might that look like and what would it look like for reflecting their own personality and and also what a great conversation to talk about like not not following everything that everyone else does and how it's important for us to to you know be true to ourselves and what we believe and what we think and and like reflect uh, ourselves as a person like what's some some really good conversations that you could have around social and emotional elements with this with that particular story whenever there's a theme in a story where someone is feeling like they have to stand up for who they are and they want to do something that goes kind of against the norm I think those can be really powerful conversations that we can have that can be stemmed from stories like that ah so I think it would be I do I think that would be I think that would be fun so so do you want some more suggestions also I add I want you to I want to recommend episode 50 that's way back that's so far back I can't even believe it's that that's it's been so long on the podcast but that was seven sensational Halloween books kids will love so you can check that out I do talk about some of the books that I talked about last week and then I've added in a few other ones there's some really fun titles what is your favorite one to use? I'd love for you to reach out to me and let me know. Like, let me know which title you really love to use during Halloween. So that about wraps that up. This one tired teacher is ready for some Halloween fun. Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight. Sleep tight.